The Church of Christ in Mona Heights presents Christ for Jamaica. Through my disappointments, strife and discontentment, I cast my every care upon the Lord. No matter what obsession, pain or deep depression, I'm standing on the solid rock. I'm standing on the rock. Good morning, friends, and welcome to Christ for Jamaica, presented jointly at this time on Radio Jamaica by the Church of Christ, Mona Heights, and the Jamaica School of Preaching and Biblical Studies International, for the express purpose of saying a word on behalf of Jesus Christ, our Lord. I am Michael Brown, and with me this morning is Brother Gladwin Kidu, who will bring the lesson, and Brother Neville Long, who will take us to the throne of grace. We trust that you and your family will have a blessed and a prosperous Lord's Day. Indeed, we are standing on that rock, the rock of ages, the rock that has not failed in its foundation, in its firmness. That rock is our Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ, in whom we have all hope, the hope of this life and the hope of the life to come. We are so grateful and we say thank you, God, for giving us this rock. Music on today's program is provided by the group Vocal Union. A pleasant good morning to you. It is another wonderful day. Let us go to God in prayer. Merciful Father and our God, we thank you, God, for today. We thank you, God, you give us another chance. You give us another opportunity that we can make it right with you. Lord, this morning we put before you the heads of the government, Lord. Ask your God to be with them. Bless them, O God, that each day, O Father, they will do the things that please into you. Especially this morning, I put before Miss Williams, O Father, who mourning the loss of a family member. Lord, we ask your God to bless her, be with her and her family. Bless her, O God, in all acti- activity that we undertake in this morning. Father, as your word goes through, it will be a blessing unto us. Forgive us of our sin, and this we ask and beg through Christ's name. Amen. He was there all the time. Time after time, I was searching for peace in some void. I was trying.
if you are just joining us, this is Michael Brown here on Christ for Jamaica, along with Brother Kidu and Brother Long. We thank you for tuning in yet another Lord's Day. It is so such a blessing that God has been mindful of us, and we are up this morning by His grace, new every single morning. And we want to just say thank you, Lord, for being there for us. We want to welcome you. If you're a first-time listener, you are our honored guest. And for those who continue to be on this program this early in the morning, we appreciate your listenership. And we want to let you know this program would not be without your participation. May God continue to bless you. On Christ for Jamaica this morning, we will be looking at the second half of the lesson we shared with you on last week, What Shall We Do? Today we are saying, yes, what shall we do? We encourage you again to wake your family, call your friends, and join us with your Bibles as we look on yet another Bible subject presented by Brother Gladwin Kidu. A blessed Lord's Day to you all. We are grateful to those who are listening from all over the world in Jamaica. Let us remember the psalmist's words which says, This is the day, Psalm 118 verse 24. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And you may say, rejoice, Brother Kiddo? Well, it was Paul who wrote in Philippians 4 and verse 4, when he was about to face trial before Caesar and possibly execution, he said, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. Meaning, even in the most difficult circumstances, you can rejoice, but it's in the Lord, because we understand that God is on his throne. So let us be thankful to Jehovah for every day that we live, because truly, life is not certain. In the midst of our lockdown in Jamaica and our worldwide crisis, let us pray without ceasing. Pray for one another, for those in our authority. Brother Tito is ill, not able to be with us today. Let us pray for his recovery. And we are so glad that the Brown family are back on stream. And Brother Brown is with us once again. Pray for those who are clinging for life in hospital with an oxygen mask on. For those who are caring for them. And we just remember that many those who are in hospital, especially with COVID, they can't have visitors. And they are there. And it's such a difficult time for them. Let us pray for them. And we want to pray for those who have lost loved ones. We pray for the family of Miss Jackson in, in Portmore, who lost her so tragically recently. These are sad and difficult times. Last week we asked a question. What shall we do? And we ask this question in the light of the present situation. But we remember that this question was asked on the day of Pentecost, that first day of Pentecost after Jesus Christ died, having been crucified, and he rose from the dead, and he ascended into heaven. 
And on that first day of Pentecost, after Peter and the apostles preached to thousands of Jews gathered in Jerusalem, they asked the question, having been convicted that they had crucified an innocent Christ, they asked, what shall we do? And we'll deal with the answer that Peter gave. But in the same sense, last week we, we, we put forward this point that in these difficult times, one of the things we should do is to be wise. Be careful what we do, both physically but spiritually. You know, in the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verse 17, it says, Therefore, be not foolish, or do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And then it goes on to say, And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. That is, at a time like this. This is not a time for partying and drumping up and all that, you know. Right? This is not a time for the loss of, of soberness. He says, Be not be foolish, unwise, right? but understand what the will of the Lord is. And he says, he said to be filled, be not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation. And that word dissipation means squandering of energy, money, resources, descent into drunkenness, illegal sexual pleasure. He says, no, it's not a time for that. But understand, no, it's a time to be thinking, what is the will of God? This is a time for us to be focusing on God in the midst of crisis. And we pointed out that Job, when he faced his crisis and he lost his herds of various animals and he lost through a violent windstorm his seven sons and three daughters, that Job said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. And he blessed God. He said, Blessed be the name of the Lord. And so, now is a time for us to remember that there is a God in heaven who has great power and who is watching over the situation in Jamaica and the rest of the world, let us remember. So, yes, what shall we do? Friends, take stock. Wherever you are listening to me, take stock. Redeem the time, for the days are evil. Think of how people, some, are using these COVID days to expand their level of evil. These are days, times to be really careful. The lockdown in Jamaica really creates an opportunity for some serious quiet time, reflection, going into the scriptures, I thank God for the Bible at this time, you know, because it is a source of great strength and upliftment in this period of time. 
The Bible shows that Jesus said in Matthew chapter 4, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And the word of God will sustain you in these difficult times. Get into the Bible. What shall we do? Get into the word of God. Spend time with your family. Gather your family together and read the word. Study the word. Pray together. Because certainly, my friends, this is a time of great uncertainty. We do not know the future. We only know that God holds the future. No one can say with any certainty, I will not pick up this virus and be in hospital. We do not know. All we know is that God runs things. Yes, what shall we do? We look to God. We look to his words. And that story of Ruth, that months ago we draw, drew to your attention, that story of Ruth, you know, at how the Ruth came to be a follower of Almighty God. That story tells of the fact that there was a time when there was a great famine in the land of Judah. And because of this famine, a family went all the way down to Moab. This man, Elimelech, took his wife, Naomi, and their two sons, and they went down to Moab because there was a great famine in the land of Judah. And this is in the period of the judges. So crisis, crisis. And the point here is that in the midst of crisis, everybody has to take, we should take, what shall we do? Take corrective action. We shouldn't act as if there's no crisis. There is a crisis. And therefore, we need to take corrective action. So Elimelech and his wife and the two sons, they took to corrective line and said, let us go somewhere where we can find a refuge against this great famine. And so they went down to Moab. And because they went down to Moab, in the end of it is that that's how Ruth came to be part of the family of God. Because in the end, Ruth married one of the sons of Elimelech. Elimelech died, right? The two sons of Elimelech died. And it was Aunt Naomi and Ruth left. And so in the end, God's plan was that Ruth should come to know God. And so he used the famine as a means by which she ended up knowing God. And in the end, she went back to Bethlehem and uh, married into the family of God. And she is one of the four parents of Jesus Christ. But this is just to say that in the midst of a crisis, we must do our part. Yes. We must do our part. So we must put on that mask. We must social distance. We must sanitize. And if there's a means of preventing us from getting this virus, then you take whatever 
vaccines or whatever things to be done. In other words, you have to decide, what shall I do to help myself? Shall I, shall I take care of my nutrition? Shall I exercise? Do what you believe to be in your best interest to deal with this situation, even as we pray to Almighty God. You choose, but do your part and pray to God to do His. What shall we do? We shall obey the laws of the land. Governments have a tough time in this crisis because governments are made up of human beings who are seeking to do what is best in their own minds. But remember, governments are put there by Almighty God to be ministers of God unto righteousness. And that's why we pray for them regularly on this program. Because it is tough to be prime minister. It is tough to be in parliament, member of parliament. It's tough to be a minister of health, etc. It is tough. But our duty is to let every soul be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God. And the authorities that exist are appointed by God. And so our duty is to obey the laws of the land. The government's duty is to pass regulations which do not conflict with the word of God. That's their duty. Their duty is to act as ministers of God for righteousness. That is their job. Romans chapter 13 verse 4. Five, six, ministers of God for righteousness. So laws must not conflict with the teachings of Jesus Christ. But there's that balance that must be placed. We submit to those in our authority. Those in authority must do the right thing. Right? But what shall we do? Now is a time to prepare ourselves. Now, I cannot say with any certainty that I will see my 71st birthday. I do not know. No one knows. So if you know that anything, that your life really is in the balance, that you do not know for certain what is in the future where you're concerned, then it's very important to prepare yourself spiritually for an uncertain future. What we do know is that God holds a future and we must do what God expects of us in this time. Now, I can say with all certainty that there is a God in heaven whose plan for mankind has not changed. And here is his plan, that all men should be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. You know, on, 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 on Sunday morning, you know, there, there's this crisis about worship, and we got this video of a baptism in St. Mary. The, the, the baptism in a young man was baptized in a river in St. Mary in the midst of this crisis. And I say, praise the Lord. Amen. Because, you see, the devil wants people to walk away from Christianity now. That young man on Sunday became a Christian. Yeah. And when we say he became a Christian, your oh, brother, can you hear me in the baptism? Blah, blah. Friends, listen to me carefully. When Jesus Christ was about to go back into heaven, Matthew chapter 28, he told his disciples, he says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Then what did he say next? 
baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you even until the end of the age. So even in the midst of this crisis, people still need to be baptized Amen. for the remission of sins. That question that was put in Acts chapter 2, verse 37, men and brethren, what shall we do? It was put by the crowd to Peter. It says in Acts 2.38, Now when they heard this, they were cut in their heart and said to Peter, And the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? That is where we are facing a great crisis here. We have been guilty of, of having the, the Son of God crucified. We have done something wrong. They were cut to their hearts. They knew they were guilty. And they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? And this is the title of our lesson today. Listen to the response of Peter. Peter said to them, repent. That is, make a change of heart, my friends, today. I say to everybody listening to me, repent. Put away wrong out of your life. And let every one of you be baptized. And the word baptized in the first century meant immersed. That is immersed in water. In the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Well, the passage says, For the remission of sins, baptism is the way we get our sins remitted. Because at the point of baptism is when the blood of Jesus Christ washes away your sins. Don't play around with your soul's salvation. Repent and let everyone be baptized for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then he goes on, Peter, verse 39. For the promise, that is the promise, that your sins will be remitted. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. If you repent and are baptized, he said, the promise is to you, listen to me on this day of Pentecost, to your children and to all who are far off. That is, we are far off now. As many as the Lord our God will call. And the Bible says, and with many other words, he testified and exhorted them saying, be saved from this perverse generation. And today, we have a perverse generation in this world. That young lady who was killed in Portmore show you how perverse we have become. It's not the first time that sort of thing has happened. The fact that over a thousand men are killed every year in Jamaica and over a hundred women are killed every year in Jamaica makes us a perverse generation makes us a country that, no, this is not what God wants for our country. And he said, therefore, that's why he says, repent. And the Bible says, and with many other words he testified and exhorted them, saying, be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received this word, that is that very day, you know, those who gladly received this word were baptized. That is, they were immersed in water. And that day, about 3,000 souls were added to them. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers. In other words, not only did they become Christians, not only did they believe in Jesus Christ and repent of their sins, 
And they would have had to, be, to confess Christ as the Son of God and were immersed in water. But thereafter, they did not just get baptized and walk away. They continued steadfastly in the teachings of the apostles and fellowship. The breaking of bread in prayers, that is in the observing of the worship. So this, that's why even under these difficult circumstances, we have got to find a way to worship, yes. to come together and worship, because that's how we maintain our connection. So, my friends, what shall we do? Well, do your part to protect yourself physically. Put on the mask, social distancing, do everything you're supposed to do. But do your part to protect yourself spiritually. And Jesus Christ has set out the way. The master himself said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Now is the time is to make sure we are saved because our physical lives are in danger and we don't know if we will make it through this pandemic. Make your calling and election sure. Become a Christian and remain a faithful Christian. If you have done wrong, repent of it. Ask, ask God, God, I want to really become a child of God and my sins washed away so that I can be born again, as Jesus Christ said to Nicodemus. Because God loves us for sure in this pandemic. And his love is reflected in the availability of the blood of Jesus Christ that is available so that all men can be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. And everybody can believe. Everybody can repent. Everybody can confess the name of Christ. And everybody who hears my voice can be baptized for their mission of sins because that's what God wants for us. What shall we do? Become a Christian and remain a faithful Christian. God bless you all. One of these days, one of these days, I'm going to leave. You have just listened to the lesson here on Christ for Jamaica, part two of the lesson, Yes, What Shall We Do? We trust that you have been enlightened and challenged by today's lesson. You are challenged to do your part, be obedient to the authorities, be obedient, first of all, to Almighty God, become a Christian, and be faithful until death. You have to play your role. God will play his and be faithful to it all the time. We trust that you have been blessed. And if you would like to receive your free copy of this and any other lesson aired on Christ for Jamaica, feel free to write to us. Visit our website at jspmona.org. Telephone us from this hour until 645 at 876-341-5267 call text or whatsapp and you can also write to us at christ for jamaica post office box 212 mona kingston 7 for your free copy of our lesson god bless you
stepping on a cloud, we'll see Jesus rise to meet him in the air. Stepping on a cloud, he will greet us. So until next week, Sunday morning, God's Will, 5.15 on Radio Jamaica, this is Michael Brown on behalf of our Christ for Jamaica team, Brother Gladwin Kidu, Brother Neville Long, and our student engineer, Peter Brown, we encourage you to obey the voice of Jesus Christ. Be saved and make your way onto heaven. Make your calling an election sure. Yes, I'm gonna keep on working till he comes, till he comes. There's nothing in this world worth turning around to see. My eyes are on the prize that's awaiting me by and by. And I'm gonna keep on working till he comes. Oh, there's work to be done, lots of victories to be Oh.